Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello everybody and welcome to the Celtic Now and for our podcast. My name is Ryan Clifford. Well, it's quite a, a negative podcast once again. Um, it's been a result of this season. Um, joining me this week is Robert Boyle and Gerard O'Connell. Gerard, how's your weekend been, mate, after that result? Well, I think a lot of people was all right to be too difficult yesterday or something. <laughs> it went to the hole with the team's performance, but Oh, we've got, we've got two games left and then it's uh, shut the book and move on to next year, hopefully. Can't get any worse than this year. And I can say, Robert, good weekend, mate, but obviously it's been horrendous. Aye, typical Celtic, man. They just like to destroy our, our weekends this season, didn't they? It's not been very pleasant at all and yesterday was just a, a shit show, if you ask me. Uh, it's poor, mate. Um, obviously, Jerry, your opinion is to start off with the, after the final whistle. Obviously, there's a lot of anger, a lot to get off our chest, but obviously, your opinions after the game, mate. To, uh, to me, I think same mistakes keep happening every single game for me, defensively, cross balls, or even, even going, keep possession of the ball. It's just sometimes it's like a hot toy. It's getting, Fizzed about and then there's no, we've not got any, we've not got any control and it's there's some, some very wrong uh, that it's happened very drastically because you're talking two year eighteen months ago we were absolutely flying uh, and we've just for them we've just went down the spiral even this year with the I know when the last year's Scottish Cup but even that was a struggle. Uh, I think the whole the whole campaign for for the first whistle to the last whistle has just been absolutely diabolical. Um, as Robert says, you you look forward to your weekends watching Celtic, and there've been I don't think there's been any any games this year you've, you've walked away and went, Ugh, that was a decent game there, Celtic. Or, that was a Celtic the old. Not I mean there was you can count the one horn the I mean the good performances we've had this year, which is not good enough for me. 100% mate um, especially you're thinking because of the performance he's been a bit better the last two or three games against Rangers you're thinking right as we've said all, all season Robert what's your performance and you thought again the first five minutes started well here again we're looking control and then again it just collapsed obviously the red card we'll speak about but again it was just flat to deceive again Robert I would say the first 15 minutes we looked no bad Ryan 
I'm not going to bother about um, a bit of belief playing well but as soon as he scored the goal I just thought the heat went down they just there's no belief in nothing there's no no they want to fight for um, when we go land behind there's no they want to grab a game with a scuff and net get us gone they just all just look at each other on the park he's getting shoulders shriveled just looking at each other as if to say, oh, how did you know they better? That's just, it just looks like a team individuals to me. There's no day in that team that want to play as, all good teams play as a unit. You just look like a team individuals and a team of hot, young fucking boys. That's what it looks like to me. But young boys tossing half a party after getting beat off a group of men. That's the way it looks to me. They just look amateurish to me. It just looks like they they're beating as soon as a goal goes in, I don't see a way back for Celtic. Mm-hmm. All teams of Celtic would be up there fighting right back in people's faces. Even when we scored the equaliser, you could tell we weren't going to go and win the game. You could tell that back door was not was never going to keep them out the full game. We just amateurish the way we set up, I don't see the way we set up as um um we don't play as a unit. It's all individuals harrying Normally, if you're harassing a team, it's everybody in the front line's chasing the back line. We don't need it as individuals. Whereas when you watch the other side, they do it as a unit. They're all pushing. They're all they're all moving in the right direction, harrying the defence. When they've got the ball at the back, either Edwards chasing, or Forrest is hanging back, and Elanus is hanging back, or vice versa. There's need to see the front three. They should be all harrying their back line because I don't think their back line's ain't special. But when you give them time on the ball, they look like fucking DC Milan team in the fucking nineties. You know what I mean? So I just, I just can't wait for the season to be quite honest. You know, and I feel it's just been one big shit show for the start. Aye, it's definitely been individual performances, um, especially. I've probably seen a lot of this season. Uh, we've seen it more and more, um, and. For me, Gerard, it's definitely what Robert says. I think he's hitting the nail on the head. It's all individuals this season. We've no idea, we've no structure. We've no, we've no played. Like I know there's excuses you'll have for the fans and COVID and whatever else, right? But take it out of the window. The performances on the park, there's no desire. Well, again, I'm not going to sit here and criticise lack of effort or professionalism because professionals, that's their job. Obviously, they're trying. It's just don't be good enough. Um, but I can understand trying, but seeing there's lack of fight, and as we spoke before we came on, there's no dig in the park. There's no... Even if you're 4-1 four, four, down, 3-1 down, you can still clatter somebody. You can still make a statement. Yeah. You, can still, you can still do something to... See, like, normally, I know Scott Brown's coming in. Right? I'm not pinning it on Scott Brown. Any, somebody should be doing it. But nobody's made a tackle at 2-1 or 1 each to get the, the players G'd up. And there's only so much to say the park can do. So the players in the park have got to step up. And Gerard all season, we've not stepped up at all. And even, like we say, every podcast and every weekend we're watching, right, we're due a performance this week, we're due a performance this week. Again, we're due a performance. And you're thinking, right, this is a week we turned up. And it's just been very, very seldom where we turned up. Aye, you're, you're, you're correct. Uh, you see, it does need to be Scott Brown, at least for the front, even big Edwards, throwing somebody about, 
the, the second board wraps turn there, and as he goes in, he gets his clatter somebody, then the whole team got a lift off it. We're, we're 10 yards higher than we should be at the park. And before you know it, you're, 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 you're putting pressure on them. You're, you're, you give them a free hit for the get go. I mean, it's, it's, it's Robert said, I said to my dad yesterday as well, I said, as soon as they scored, you knew. This, that's it. Was it. it was all, as I said earlier, it was all turned the telly off. It was only watching it. There was no way back for us whatsoever. Um, and, and there was the, the, the old saying, the scruff of the neck. There's nobody in that team that will just go, right, I know what, I'm going to just go and, I'm just going to go and clatter somebody here. I'm just going to go and, I don't know, make a big long busting run, try and get the ball apart, just try and get some, I mean, even something like one a corner or something, just to get as a breather. We just, we've no got, we've no got that character in our team anymore that we've had previous seasons that have been obviously successful It's just very it's frustrating because obviously what's happening on the park it's evident that it's no getting trained or practised on the training run. It's evident because it's the same mistakes are happening week in, week out and um, that video that we talked, that we spoke about Robert about the, the front post and the back post defending happened game after game after game if that's happening every week, it's evident that it's no getting practice because if you practice something, a lot of a lot of obviously I listen to a lot of podcasts myself with former players, and they said obviously Arsenal. I know this is years gone by and football's moved forward, but George Graham used to spend forty five minutes to an hour on defensive shape, defence, defence, defence. I generally don't think we do that. I, I know football's moved on, but if you're weak at something, surely you work on it and you work on it until it's fixed. And I know. I know Stephen Welsh has turned in this season and I know we've spoken about on the phone, Robert, and after, after the podcast and fans can say he's done well. He's done well, aye, but he's doing well in a team that's not, he's not playing well, so he's maybe sticking out a bit. And we, me personally, I don't think he's going to play next season with a better manager. I think he's not good enough just yet. Will he come good enough? I don't know. And I'm not pinning this game on Stephen Welsh. I'm just talking about how we need to be better. And it's just... Defensively, I have been very, very poor, and it's evident that it's defence that's costing. I know we need to be clinical, but if you can't defend, you're going to get nowhere. You're going to get absolute nowhere. You can score five goals, but if you're going to see six goals, you're not going to win a game of football. And again, that sounds like Michael Owen talking here, but it's that's just the way football is. If you can't defend, you're not going to win a football. It's simple as that. And I feel we don't defend well for the front. All good teams defend well for the front. That's where you start the press on at the front. As a front three, a front two, whoever it may be, you've got to press as a unit going to the front. And then in the midfield, if they break down the front three, the midfield should then break, should be a unit, should be pushing into people. I thought Rangers midfield yesterday had 10, 12 yards of space. I thought in the wings they had 10, 12 yards of space. I felt the only time we kind of pushed them was at the back line and they got near the front three. I don't feel their back line was harassed anything because I don't rate their back line. But they looked like fucking Costa Cotter and Maldinez yesterday at the back for them. That's I think if you pressed on that boy Jack Simpson and Goldson and gave them something to think about and the, the, the two wing backs, but we gave them all the, we gave them all the time in the world to make them work good. I we got through them a few things, but to me, it, it was weak. It was a powder puff performance, and in the, in the midfield, we just we didn't match them. 
we never seem to match our midfield for energy and effort. And this, the two centre halves for me are not good enough. People say Ayers, 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 this, Ayers, that. Ayers not a commanding centre half. He's six, six, five, and he's a big pussy in my opinion. He's good at bringing the ball. I, he's no great at tackling. He's no great at tackling. He's no great at heating. That's two things that I reckon you need at centre half. Stephen Welsh is just an average defender. He's a young boy. I don't want to slate him. But they're not good enough to be our centre half next year. The two wing backs are not good enough. John Joe Kenny just lets Crosses come into the box. The first thing is a wing back ever gets caught is drop the cross into the box. I show the guy inside. Don't show him the outside. Show him inside where there's fucking traffic. Well, he might get run into two or three bodies. That didn't happen. Stephen Welsh for the fourth goal didn't show the guy inside. He let him turn him inside and go outside where the only place he could go was to fire him and put the ball into the net. Taylor wasn't good enough. He wasn't stopping crosses yesterday. The midfield was all over the place. The two wingers didn't fall back and protect the wing backs. To me, that's just a team of individuals. They're just the unit. There's need to there. There's need to in the right positions at the right times. The third goal, the fucking Tamar Roof, knocks go to the ball, out in the middle of the park, dances about, nobody gets near him, nobody puts a tack on, he passes the ball out wide and drifts into the middle, which something you would do in FIFA, and he does the ball. The two centre-halves are ball watching. Taylor doesn't come in and cover at the back to see that Roof's coming in on his end. He just gets a free heater, and the goalkeeper... Well, he's just no good enough either. There's no communication in the back line of the goalkeeper. He's no commanding enough. The back line don't talk. The two centre-halves don't work. The two wing-backs aren't good enough. I know that sounds bad, but that's the reality. If we are going to be a good team, the full back line needs change and the goalkeeper needs change. And you need a centre midfielder and a focal point up front. We were pinging balls. John Joe Kenny was pinging balls 40 yards up to Edward. Edward's never been the physical presence. A guy like Golson's no mm-hmm. the greatest defender. No. But he'll all day long hang and spread into their hands. When you play the ball on his feet and Edward gets on it, you get a wee bit of joy. But it wasn't happening often enough and there wasn't enough support when the ball was going up there. It was just shit show, mate. It's just a total shit show for Celtic. Well, see what you're saying, Robert. People might complain, but you're right, mate. It's a reality. I'm just, that's, that's my opinion. Well, no, people agree no, with that. See, I mate, that. I agree with you because it is a reality, and people need to. I've always, I've maybe had a smoke screen myself every season, thinking, right, well, I go to September, I'm like, right, right we'll be all right. We've still got the players. It's a blip, October. And I'm like, see, I think it maybe got to November, and I was thinking, we're done here. The players give me, have no. Give me one second, the, the, the old saying is Celtic jerseys do, do not. Drink to fit inferior players, right? We have went to a goalkeeper and Fraser Foster, even to Gordon, to to Bain, downgraded. We went to Lustig, to John Joe Kenny, downgraded. Boyata, to Stephen Welsh, or Ayer, downgraded in my opinion. Simonovic, downgraded in my opinion. To him, to the two, downgraded in my opinion. Kieran Tierney to Greg Taylor downgraded in my opinion that's my opinion we had decent players in their positions now we've downgraded and they're not good enough for Celtic that's that's my opinion whether people agree with it or no that's my opinion 
No, I'm, I'm with you, mate, 100%. It's, it's a reality. Yeah. I said it on Twitter the day. There was a, a Twitter page. Um, and I do agree with me. It basically says that it was right for Sinclair. They were talking about Sinclair. Um, it was right for Sinclair to move. And I said, I do agree with you. But again, it shows you the mismanagement of the board and the management. We don't replace a guy like that, Corey. Aye, his time has probably come to an end. But I'd have rather he stayed and maybe played a handful of games and still got a few goals and an assist because if they're still been an asset for at least one more season, why let him go like you did with Johnny Hayes? I Johnny Hayes wasn't going to be a, a starter, but he was a good player to bring in. Like he, he came in, I would have given him for maybe one more season. Probably, I same as um, other players, Samanovic. I nearly might have been dodgy, but tw- I'd rather play 20 games consistently solid than sign a guy for two million pounds at Shane Duffy when he's, he's failed and. Uh, it's alright letting people go, but we've got to always have a replacement in and, place. And as we, better quality of the same quality. That's the difference. And Jerry, as we've spoken about all season, mate, we've no plan B, and that just proves again we've no plan B when it comes to recruitment. Nah, or, or plan A, B, C, D, whatever you want, we've nothing. Uh, but you see, the, the guys you've just raved after, we've spoken about it millions of times. These guys are, with 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 a. Would I've been the guys to get and smash somebody and vocal being that's the big key for me, the goalkeeper to him out of the way. You can see it, there's no communication, there's nobody, nobody knows who's who's Martin who, who's what if you're doing zone what part of the box you're Martin, they just look as if they don't know what they're doing. Uh, but the, the guys that he's round after, I couldn't agree with you more. Honestly, they've went for, went for such a high standard to. In my eyes, you say yeah, they're not good enough. Especially not good enough. Are, are they fit enough? Are they? Are they get the quality? They're just to me. They're just we've went so we've we've went for speed so high to be so very 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 average. See, <laughs> and I think that we should be we should be. See, we mentioned fitness here. Mate, we don't look fat at all. 60 minutes yesterday, we were dying again. I know you're doing it to 10 oh, men. I, I understand that, right? I understand. But a team of that should still be fat enough. They should still be fat enough to last 80 minutes with 10 men. You're, you're still athletes at the end of the day. You're still yep. you're Celtic. You should be fit to last an extra time with 10 men. I know it is, it is a bad start. Right. But going to the red card, losing, um, losing a player... Me and Robert spoke about it, and I think it was a lot of Twitter spoke about it. Um, I think John Kennedy spoke to Rafey about it. The first, the first yellow card for me, how's that? How that's a yellow card in the first place? And I know he's made a silly tackle for the second goal, but again, if they want to go with the rules, the rules get changed. And me and Robert spoke about it, it shouldn't have been a, a yellow card. They've scored the goal, they've had the advantage, that's it done. So it's different if he's a double jeopardy. Uh, aye, and that's why they brought in this penalty thing. If you deal with the penalty, you don't get sent off anymore because it's a double punishment and they've stopped that. So why is it not the same? Uh, is it because it was a St. Rangers game? It's changed. And I'm listening to see if that was the other end. I'd be saying the same. Why are you sending them off if we've just scored? It's, you've got to go with the rules and obviously the referee don't the rules. And I didn't, I didn't realise that at the time. It was only after the game and I seen people talk about it. I went, wait a minute. That is correct. It is. If you go by the rule book, Robert, it's correct that that was wrong. It should have been a goal, and that was it. I, I said it at the time, man, on um, chats, and people slated me. And I said, well, read up in the rules. And I, I got the rules up and sent it to the... Because one of the boys on our chats, cousin is Nick Walsh, the referee, 
And uh, he went, no, no, no. He says, Nick, I thought Nick had a good game. And I says, I didn't think I did it bad, but I says, I thought he got the key decision wrong, which changed the game, which really swung the game in their favour after 26 minutes. I, I, the rules that I've read is, I, I, I think it was it was a year I cared, but he played the advantage and Rangers scored to it. So I don't know why I had to go back and give him a second year I cared. It was a stupid one. He shouldn't have dived in at the time. I don't think he should. I don't think the first one was a year I cared. But I think John Kennedy should have changed the tactics there and then. I think as much as David Turnbull's a focal point, he could have took him off, Forrest or Elanusi, and changed them about and kept it as Edward, the two wingers side, and took maybe say Turnbull off and put Sorrow alongside Brown to stiffen up the midfield. When you went one each, he could have done that, but he never. That's what I'd have done. I'm not saying that would have worked. But then it would have gave you a chance, a wee bit more energy in the middle of the park to then help Brun to try and cover the, the middle of the park. But so I've some bots now, it? Just tactically as well, Robert, it's, we could see after 10 men that they did change it, and they didn't, they? even at half time, didn't they change it? And uh, it's just. The, we gave uh, them too much, too much room in the wide areas. Wide areas is where they, they flung their crosses in and cause a bit of. And obviously, Jerry, as Robert says, the fullbacks, you don't want to pinpoint everybody as at fault. As a team, collectively, we were terrible, but maybe there was, it was only maybe pass marks. I'd maybe say, Ellen, who's done okay what he had today? I know he, I thought, I thought he'd done all right. Tumble again, I thought Tumble had a solid game, but he'd done, I know he missed a chance, but I thought he, again, as we say, we've spoken about this podcast, I think a lot of fans have spoken about him. He always brings you something. He's always he's always looking active. And again, I think we need to build the team around him next season because I think he's a builder. Um, but on the fullbacks, Robert, uh, sorry, Gerald, it's not good enough, isn't it? No, Laxalt, uh, no, Taylor, for me, I've chapped about him all season. People will say, give him a chance, give him a chance. I'm like, no. He's, after five games, I've seen him, he's not good enough. He can't get by a man. He's not strong enough to get by a man. He's weak. Um, he might be defensively comfortable, but to be... We at Celtic should have been just comfortable. Sorry. I know you, you can't keep comparing us, you can't keep comparing Tierney, right? But that's the guys we should have at Celtic flying fullbacks because that's the way we all know the Celtic way. It's quick, expansive football, wires flying down the line. And as you, as uh, Robert mentioned, Lustig got up and down, Tierney up and down. And we've not got that yet. Even McKenney, he can't get by a man. It's like like Frimpong was starting to get doing, it was just going back on it. Listen, as we know, Robert said, Gerard, Frimpong looking back now, was he as bad as what we thought he was? Maybe no. To me, to me, that some the fallbacks up was the, the game before uh, the last game at, Park, at Ibrox in the Scottish Cup. Mm-hmm. The commentator said he'd, Kenny had 40 yards in front of him, right? He just crossed the he just crossed the halfway forty yards in front of him and Ross screaming, right, go, take it as far as you can go here. He turned around and played it back into Scott Brown. It it, it the Barisic was the closest guy to him and he was just coming outside his box. He'd hunters around and that's what you're screaming out for. A guy just to go and attack somebody. You're one v one basically. You've got millions of room. He does a it does a pirouette on the ball. No he done it a few times, he's knocked it back in. Same with Taylor. Well, well, lacks out. We came half a half time the last game, Scottish Cup game. Taylor was the exact same. But just you, how many, how many assists have these guys had this year? 
Between oh. them, four or something, five maybe, tops. I don't know the numbers, but I, I wouldn't imagine being very, very high. And you look at, you look at all the, I know it's obviously a different standard and level, and blah, 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 like teams like Man City and all that. If their left backs fucking set up maybe fucking 14, 15 goals, he's still, he's play, he comes in and plays, he's basically plays midfield. I, mean, I, I don't get it, as I say, it's totally different standards and level of football, but this, this is what sort of guys we're expecting you. Guys that are just, no fear, just going, just going to attack people. That's the reason why you play two defensive midfielders. If you go, why I'm going to, why you don't need to worry about it, why I'm going to sit. They're just, that's what to me is, with the fullbacks, we've just no had, we've just no had a, an attack for the get-go, I mean, fullbacks, but them especially, and, Flip the coin defensively. I don't think they've been anywhere near as good enough. Robert touched on it earlier. First time you get taught to fall back, don't let the ball go by you. I.e. into the boat and show them, show them inside where there will be two or three guys or nine times out of ten he's going in. He's going in. He's he's weak foot. He's weak weaker foot. You know what I mean? But they've just not been. We've tried. Frim Pong, Lacks out. Tell they've not had a set. That tells you enough. Same with goalkeeper, we've had a set goalkeeper. Just the whole team's been shuffled about all week, all, uh, all season, which is no going to get you anywhere because you're not going to have any flow or rhythm with the team. You know what I mean? So, but to me, they've not been they've not been good enough. No, it's just as you mentioned, you're used to having flying fullbacks, as Robert mentioned. We had Lustig and we had uh, Tierney, but people were saying that Lustig's leg was away. He's still playing with Sweden. He's probably going to go to Euros, I think. So he's still playing at a decent level in Sweden. I think it's AIKs. Is it? Is it? He's still at Emmanuel. A Swedish team, isn't he? He went to Belgium. Then he went to Sweden. No, I mean, so he's still playing at a decent level, and we've and we've stuck with a guy on loan for Everton. Who? Which this is what I said to Robert yeah, yesterday. It maybe shows you as well, Jerry, that the Premier League French players aren't really that good, right? You've had Shane Duffy, who we Cam Ireland, we all thought. I don't want to keep going about Shane Duffy, but we all thought he was going to come in with a belt right? Decent for Brighton in the Premier League, Captain Ireland, John Joe Kenny. I know it might be a poor Schalke team, but he still played at the highest level in Germany for a period of time. Still still played most weeks. So you're thinking, come to Celtic, he was on the bench for Everton most weeks, it should be a skush. It should be. But Scottish football isn't as easy as people think it is. But to come at that level to this level, you, you should be quite. You should stick out like a show from. You right. should. Like Joey Barton should have come up here and stuck out like a show from, and he didn't. Cranshaw, they didn't. Guys at their further side, they've come up and failed. So right. it just shows you, Robert, that the Premier League standard at the French level is not really as good as what they think it is, and guys are coming up here. Like John Joe Kenny and, and Duffy, who are they going to play for again? They've come up here and failed. Are they going to get a big move again? Do you know what I mean? It's they've come up here to try and get a move and get first team football, and it's backfired, and it's not really helped us either. People underestimate how much you need a mentality to play for Celtic. Big time. You don't get away. You don't hide. You cannot get away from that. You need to be on your game, hundred percent, all the time. Because the club demand it, the fans demand it. It's just. <coughs> You need to have a right strong mentality and I think that's what we've been lacking. Leaders and strong mentality in the team and that's the problem. A lot of these people, when they get to Celtic, it's too big for them. They just can't hack it. 
And that's what you're starting to see in a lot of the players that we're bringing in. We need to change that mindset. We need to look at people and see what they've got. I don't think there's a captain in Celtic. I think the new manager needs to bring somebody in to be a captain. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a captain mentality there at Celtic. And I think, obviously, when Brownlee's are going to replace that, I think he's obviously been good captain and been brought to his eye. But I feel we need to bring in a few strong personalities into the team and strong players. Probably guys that know how to put the, put the roughness into Celtic because I think when anybody gets a bit physical with Celtic, well, weak as fuck. It's like school, school gun bullies bullying me kids because they just all look at each other, salting and feel sorry. And I want Celtic to be similar to the Mark Manil team mm-hmm. where they can do the rough and tumble, but they can play football and all. I think that's the sort of way we need to go next time. We need to look at players that are good at playing football, but when they go and get tough and they need to get a bit stuck in, the wear sleeves up and there's players to do it. Because I think that team lacks it. I honestly think fucking Mark Manil's team at the age they are the new would bully them. Pulling them all the other part. If he went and got that team the new and put them back on the part against them, they would fucking bully them. And it's that's true. probably half of them on their forties now. It's true what you say, but because I agree, totally agree with, with Petrov says, um, obviously about the Ayer situation when Ayer obviously shot himself for the goal. Um, and he, I, I seen it in Petrov's face. He was like, Celtic need men. He says, they when he got away with it in Martin. He says, it when it happened mm-hmm. in my era, it when it happened. Oh, and for me, I was, I was talking to my dad about it and even though Celtic, they'd three, they'd Valharan, Varga, Balde and Mialbe, right? They were four big boys, but they'd a balance, as he says, they could play a bit of football, but they just done their job and they gave the ball to the guys who could play football. That's why you had your Petrovs, your Lamberts and whatever else and you had your guys up front who could, could actually deal with the ball. We've not got that, and as you mentioned, uh, Robert, <laughs> guys, we're too soft. I, we've got technically very good players, but technically gifted players won't get you so far. You've got to have the mindset, as you mentioned, about mentality. You've got to put in a tackle. You might need to get a year kid in the last minute to, to go through somebody. Listen, we all know football. You don't want to hurt guys, but you let a guy know you're there. I've done it. I've done it. I played up front. I, I see guys bottom me all the time. Knee me, elbow me. But it gets you round up. And we've not got that, in my opinion. Um, Jerry, Robert, Jerry, yourself, we've played football, I've played with yourself. Guys, you, you played out wing up front, you've had it yourself. Guys, can you be niggly in- injuries? And sometimes you walk away from them like, oh, fuck, I don't agree him anymore. He's going to bark me all the time. We've not got that. We've not got the experience and the know-how to give guys wee digs. And Scott Brown, you should do it, but Scott Brown is no Scott Brown anymore. And yeah. for me, you need a full team of leaders, a full team of men. And, I just hope they've got a, a plan A with this new manager who comes in because we need a, a big personality to come in and sort these guys out because, as Robert says, Jerry, they're the wee boys in a big, a big pond, a big mentality of Celtic, and it's got to change because I know it's only one it's only one trophy they've won, but they've won the league, and it's got to change, and it's got to change. It's not going to change here one windy. It could. If, if I said how if he works miracles like Rogers did in one season and gets these guys into shape, but I say it's maybe going to take two to three transfer windies to get whoever it is that comes in to get the team they want because 
it's going to take a long, as my old man says to Robert as well, it might get worse before it gets better. I uh, going back on what you were saying there about the mentality. And that there's there's nobody on that park who can who's what to point the finger at people and say, listen, get yourself back in here, get your ass in here, listen, see for the next ten minutes we all fucking stick together. You can't fucking move position. We get fucking we settle down. We get in about it. There's nobody. There's no. Scott just Scott Brown. Scott Brown is what he was. Point finger, see you, 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 in here, blah, 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 there's no, there's nobody even, even, like, see guys like, like Ayer, McGregor, who's been there and done it, when the trebles, and even, I, I keep going back to the fucking goalkeeper and all that, it's the first voice you should hear, you should have a fucking sore head, man, and that cunt fucking shouting again, that's what you should hear, because he's the only guy in the park to see everything, and he's, he's fucking very, very quiet, the whole team's, as you said, for a, for, I keep saying it, for a fucking young boys, there's nobody fucking want to, it's very frustrating because you can't go, you can't go to the fucking, you can't go to the games and vent your frustration. Um, but there's just, as you say, I do hope the miracle happens in the one window and, and we get fucking, but uh, I, I agree with what your old man says, Ryan, I, it, it could get worse before it, it, it gets better. Hope he's right. Hope it just, uh, everything fucking, Everything fits into place as, as we all hope, but it, it never worked like that. Um, and the reason why is because it's now coming up to what's that seven, eight weeks now mm-hmm. of, of Lennon left. Seven, eight, nine weeks ago he's left, so something's, something's not right. Because any other team would have a manager by now, so something's not right. That's why we don't understand, is it because? Eddie Howe's not want to be a part of this. He's want to come in when it's a clean slate. He's not want to be a part of this team and have his uh-huh. name on that tag. Or is it because they're still talking to him? Uh-huh. But I generally do think that uh, my personal opinion, it's just my opinion, it's not a source. It's just my opinion. I think the deal's done. I just think he's no want to be a part of it. And I don't know if he's still got a contact with Bournemouth, a garden leaf thing, or he can't move to that. I don't know what it is, but... Again, I, I could have egged in my face, my opinion could be wrong, but I do think the deal's done because it's dragging on too long for something not to be done. Surely a guy must be in the building because of rumour to be signing players. You can't sign players without a manager. I understand the board and the recruitment side and the coaches have still got to do their, their work as a, a daily basis. But as we're saying, Robert, somebody's got to be in the background to do this because when they figure heads at the club, you can't sign new contracts, you can't sign players, because like we said with Stephen Welsh, he's done okay, he's, he's new deal, fair play to the boy, congratulations, but if it is, he could walk in and go, out and loan. I don't want him. You know, he, so that's how I'm thinking, how can you sign contracts and look for players when you don't know who's coming in? I, I, again, I don't, that's just my opinion, I don't know how you can, you can look at a player like, the rumour to go for the guy for uh, Hadrick's blood or something, about six million pounds, how can you sign a guy for £6 million when you've got a manager? It's very, yeah, as, right. as, as Jerry says, Robert, as well, maybe you get a few scouts now. No. I've never got a few scouts, so how can you scout players and tell you? There's no director of football, there's no manager, so how can we do it? What's that? I don't get it. I really don't. But see, getting back to your dad saying, it could get worse before it gets better. How can it get worse? <laughs> 
<laughs> How can it possibly get worse? It can't get possibly worse. That's the worst Celtic team I've seen in the last 10 years. I need to get back to Tony and we'll be to say a team as bad as that. See, it can't get worse. See, We've been an absolute one for this season. Between three points behind, we get knocked at the fifth round of the Scottish Cup. We get knocked at the fucking fifth round of the League Cup. We get knocked to the Champions League at the fucking first time of asking really. We get knocked to the Europa League. We are whimper. We can't get worse. It can't. I think I could do a better job in what's that's happening at Celtic. You know, to be honest with you, it's just it can't get worse. The players can't be there next season. You can't bring worse than what it's already there. That's my opinion. It is, it's dreadful. And see, going on to the goalkeeping point, you look at when we were going through, when I made the mad mazy run by that defence, Rangers were 3-1 up at the time, and Alan McGregor's it's screaming at his defence. What the fuck he's doing letting that happen? How the fuck? That's him in the 90th minute. So, you didn't see Scott Bain shouting at his defence. You've seen him putting his horns up in the air, oh, God, I don't go, and diving, he's diving the balls in the net, and all that. Just no good enough. Um, a lot of the players I would rip their contracts up in the summer let them leave if you have to pay them off so be it it needs a clean slate it needs to be money there players want to leave let them leave because they're not as good as some of them think here that's the God's honest truth I think a lot of them will get away with murder to be honest with you as, as I say um, to you Robert if, if there was fans at the stadium the players wouldn't have the bottle to perform like that because they want to get away with it as we say Football fans, sometimes I've got mad opinions and they do mad stuff. There'd be season books on the park, there'd be scarves on the park, there'd be bigger protests than what there's been. People like Man United, I'm going to say we get to that extent, but there'd be a big protest because we have been used to success and like we say is what happened when they could beat our Rangers, Desmond came out and put a statement out. He's got to do something like that now because, like we've said, Gerard. It's turning into a bit of a farce the way we're performing. Um, and obviously, Ken, you can't really blame Kendy too much because he's only had so many, many so many games, but he's been a part of the full regime. And as much as he's supposedly been regarded as a top coach, we don't know who that's coming by. We don't know who's regarded as a top coach, but the full regime's going to get ripped up and it's going to be a brand new system, brand new structure, brand new management because... It just needs totally refreshed. And I think if it is Eddie Howe, it's going to be his management, it's going to be his say. None of this fucking only two or three come in and Kennedy and Strachstein, it's going to get ripped up because it's not working. The model's finished. It's going to get totally ripped up. And like we've spoken before, if it is another Leipzig model or an Ajax model or it's a brand new model, a new brand that Eddie Howe brings, it's going to change because this system isn't working. No, you're you're right, Ryan. It's 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 no it's no work for Varos in July to Rangers in May. So it's there's there's no been a system this year, I don't think. It's everything it possibly could have went Ryan has went Ryan. And I think somebody said just as well, twenty two years last that's the first time twenty two years they've won they'll win against them this year. But to me it's how many it's sell, you know what I mean? For them, for them to, but there's not even to put up a chip, two goals against the squad. Something like that, yeah. you know what I mean? Ellen was saying, obviously, Edward, but it's just, 
the, well, I think that that's the biggest thing for us. We were saying about the right through the board for under 12s to the first team. Um, there's got to be a set structure now, and it's got to. It's all got to be doing to men. So obviously, your abilities most important, your work rate and your this, but your, des- your desire to go and actually want to play for Celtic is going to be going to be there as well. And I don't think these guys are, some of these guys are still in a wage, you know what I mean? They're not even, they're, they're, I don't know, you're saying about professionalism, blah, 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 they are trying, but we just want, we just want a wee bit more dig, a wee bit more heart about them. And it's obviously, even if we did one yesterday, it's just, you're coming and you're going, I it's, but you're nine months too late. I mean, these guys, I mean, it's not as if it's, not as if it's guys that haven't been there and done it. There's still fucking maybe seven, eight, nine guys in that team. It's when, I don't know, he could probably go as far as nine, ten, eleven trophies for us. Mm-hmm. It's not as if it's just new guys that have come in after fucking Joe Bloggs off the street. No, I mean, these guys have been there and done it. They know how, they know what, what is, what is in order to beat, to play for Sally and it's just obviously when, Right down, right down the toilet pan this year. Fee, as we were saying, for July, Champions League, out in a whimper, the Europa League, the, the, the Ross County results, Dubai, the Barco, you can buy it, you can't even, can't even get a team together to play hips. I mean, imagine that. Imagine if you were sitting here last, last year and you're saying, see, in January, we're not going to have a team to play hips at home. I know. We'll, we'll have a team, but so many first team players are going to be. I mean, they're a stupid trip to Dubai. You see yourself now, you're talking much, right? I mean, it's just everything that could have went wrong went, went wrong. Aye, it's like you're saying about players having desire and enthusiasm and about a dig and fighting hard to win a game of football, right? We've all played football at different levels, amateur, junior, professional, whatever. Right? We've all played football at a decent level. We all know, we've all played the game, we all know the basis of football, right? You, you play so much for your manager. Your manager, you don't really play for your manager. You play for your teammates and yourself, right? The first and foremost, you play for yourself and your teammates, right? Forget about who the manager is. You're playing for Celtic. You're playing for the fans, yourself and your teammate, right? The performances are doing. He's no helping their teammates. He's no helping themselves. They're not doing it for themselves. You can see it's... You might be free one doing, but you can still fight. You can still tackle. You can still harry. See, the thing that, done, that really annoyed me was... I think it was the first half. Like you says, Robert Simpson and uh, Golson were having the ball. They were in the corner with the ball. The corner, right? We've all played football. And Jeremy and you, we played up front. Right. What's the first thing you do? You press their team. That side of the park presses there. They press right. there and they, they pen them in. People let them, them just ping the ball close to the park. Right. And, and I'm not wanting to blame Edward because he's up front himself. He can only do doggy so much. I played there myself up front. It's a fucking graveyard shift. Elanushi's got to push up. Forrest has got to push air. The mid- You've got to press as a team. We don't, we, as, as Robert says, Rangers might be, we might say they're, they're buying average players, right? But they work fuck as a team. They've got a strategy, they've got a formation, and they've got a work ethic. They press as a team. They've done it all season. We don't work as a team. I, we might have talented players, but... Talented players don't get don't just win your results. You've got to have, as you mentioned, the mentality, the bottle to fucking fight for a game of football. And Robert, as clear as day, the players have lost that. They've lost the umph. It's clear as day they've lost it because even at one each, when they scored it, wasn't he? Hey, come on, get the ball. It was just, oh. hey, we've scored a goal. 
It was it was doing all that. Hey, I've scored last season or well, two years ago when we, we scored against Hearts. The game at Hamden in the final, when he scored, he was like, fucking yes, he was getting the ball. And that's still been there all season. And Robert, for me, that just epitomises it. But as you mentioned, Robert, confidence, they've, they've lost it all. And it's got to take somebody to come in and lift that because it's obviously not happening. Glenn has left, Kenny's come in, nothing's changed. We need to wrap it up and change it. It's just a shit show. 4 2 against DC Milan away. 4 1 against Slavia Sparta Prague. Twice, four one against Rangers. This is I can't see this getting any worse. They can't be worse. They're getting pumped. Afy teams left, right, and centre. Ross County at home, two 0 at the cup. It's just no good enough, mate. They're just the defence is the worst defence I've seen in 10, 12 years. It's shocking. It just needs to be ripped up. And redone. It's as simple as that. As you say, Ryan, see if it takes 35 million to do it. Sell the players that's needed to sell. Get the money in and spend the money. See all this shite that they're doing is, oh, we'll sell, we'll sell some shirts. We'll try and get through the first two qualifying rounds and then we'll sign players. That one needs to stop, I know. That just needs to stop right there and then. They've got to speak to Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe might say, I look at that team, I think it needs 30 million. Dermot Desmond better dig into his pockets because that cunt is hiding. He must be in a cave in Bin Laden somewhere because I've not seen him before this has happened. He's never to be seen, has he? Too busy on golf courses every other week. Fucking cunts are meant to be a, a billionaire. Well, it's about time he's 70 fucking two or 73. He doesn't know why I sell Celtic. We'll stop showing us the money because to me, it needs a few quid to fucking sort this mess out. Well, like uh, Jared, like with Robert says there, when it comes to obviously the money, right? And I do agree with, again, with, with JP saying the live stream. I totally agree. I've said it all along that for all these players not to play well, there must be something there behind the scenes because not everybody can play shite all season. They don't want to be there, right? Aye, but there's obviously a lot of stuff happening and it's obviously into the season. But talking on the thirty million pound, what you said, Robert, don't agree with you. Um, I ain't Jerry. I put this to you. Rogers came in. We spent money to get him. I think, was, I think supposedly the other day, how's going to get rid of the same two and a half million a year, two million per year, forty grand a year, whatever it is. Come on, money pays for that right away, then. Aye, that's what I'm saying. Aye, that's exactly what I'm going to make, right, Jared? Say we pay two million pound a year for Eddie Howe, right? Forty grand a year, uh, forty grand a week, whatever it is, right? Give him £30 million, pound, right? You're going to sell players, so you might get that money back, right? See if we qualify next year for the Champions League, there's your money back right away. The fans, see if Eddie Howe comes in, the fans are going to buy season books. They're going to buy strips. They're going to buy programmes at the park when, when we get in eventually. They're going to buy, as Robert says, they're going to buy into everything because they're excited. It's fresh ideas. It's, a, it's an exciting match for down south. It's a brand new project. It's exciting. Fans will buy any. I'll buy any. Fuck it. I, I bought it this year. Robert's bought it this year. You bought. You bought the strips. You bought everything else. You bought the live streams. You bought whatever else. Fans will buy into that. And the board. I think the board they know that, but they've got to do it soon because the season is coming, uh, Jerry. And if there's no manager, fans will just wait and wait and wait because they're not going to buy into anything if something's if if the products on the park, Jerry. Fans are not going to buy it. 
and they bought into this season because we thought there was added value, carry on, and we were going to do this, we're going to do that, and it's fucking failed, and they can't fail again next year because there's a wee carrot dangling next year for the manager to get to Europe. Win the league. Win the league. You're banging into the Champions League. Again, and that's where I think you might attract players this season because if they qualify next year for Europe, money signs, money signs for the manager, money signs for players, money signs for the board, and I think that's maybe why this might be a big appealing job for somebody because realistically, Jerry, it's a two-horse race. They've got a, a one or two shots to win the league next year, and I think what me and Robert spoke about on the phone on our night, it's got to be a must-win because if we don't win the league next year, it could put us back again two or three years. Uh, there's even every every game for Celtic, whether it's a fucking pre-season friendly or a fucking final with the Scottish Cup, every game is a must-win for fucking any manager uh, who who come in and uh, next year as as much as as anything. You have got that, as you say, as a carrot dangling there. You win the league, you go to straight into the Champions League. Um, but the the biggest thing for me is. Let's let's see how we go on the Champions League before we buy players, as Robert touched on two or three minutes ago. That's to me he's totally agree, it's got to stop. Just getting I said, I want I want X, Y, Z signed for this this day and they may not a second fucking longer, which gives me say four weeks to get my team ready to play in the middle of July. No, I can wait and see how the first leg goes. Now maybe try and get some down on Saturday to play on the next Tuesday. That to me is fucking that should how many times is it that well this year, for example, it's been the boss one out fucking a mob for fucking Hungary or Bulgaria, where the fuck they're for Frank Rotten. Celtic should be blowing teams like that away. And it's probably yeah, the, do you know how much they spent? Fucking two hundred and thirty four thousand pounds. I was going to say it was about a million mark or something, aye. Aye. Aye, I mean. So that's and they actually came to Park Kid, and you you could believe you could see the belief in these guys' players. Like we're we're going to turn Celtic here, and it should be yeah. no. We should be fucking blowing teams like that away. I know it's disrespectful teams like that, but that's this is the club you're playing against. You know what I mean? Mm. One of the top teams in Europe, as in structure, statue, everybody knows, and be fucking arse collapsed in fucking July. You know what I mean, but it's true what we've spoken about before. I learning get money at the start of the season. We all thought fifty million pound, fantastic. We've kept our key players: Edward Stade, Mancham Stade, Ayer Stade, McGregor Stade. There was room to go, so we all did think brilliant. But as you yeah. mentioned, we still had fucking B Tony centre back. I know Julian was injured and blah 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 uh, and Bong uh, situation. But fire. as you two have just pointed out, we can't as much. Listen, B Tons are centre mid, right? And as I, I actually think B Tons a decent centre midfielder, but no NML for us, that's the shit, he's going to maybe go with passers new. But, you can't have that guy centre back again, because it's, it's, it's scapegoating him, and it's scapegoating the fans. You can't keep depending on guys who have been there all the time. You've got to refresh and refresh every season, you've got to bring two or three guys in to make that team competitive again, and give you guys, like see like Scott Brown, right? We all know Scott Brown is maybe going to leave this season, right? It was maybe his last season at the top level. Why not bring something in, somebody in to maybe push him on again? It's not happened. We've no, we've no Britain players to push these guys on. 
it's it's very and it, Robert, it is frustrating. We us as fans know that I get, fucking beat on might be playing Ryan and fucking and fucking ten weeks time, twelve weeks time, whatever it is. There you go. It's only it's only three months to the qualifiers. We've not got a manager. Yeah. As I say, we've not got a chief scout. We've not got a first team goalkeeper. We've not got. Well, this is what I'm going to look at. Right? We could easily have thirty million for the new manager. I still reckon you'll get between fifteen and twenty million for Edward. If he goes, I reckon you could get ten million for Ayer. If he goes, you can get a million for Bio. If he goes, a million and a half for Jack Kenny. If he goes, we've still got eleven million or nine and a half million. And fling pong when you give Man City their money. You've obviously sold Kamala for three million. You must have spent. You must have got ready. We get ready. El Hamid. We at least must have got about five hundred grand for that. So there's money there to spend. It's just how and when they're going to spend it if they need to balance books. Um, but the best part, obviously, there'll be other players that leave. You'll maybe get money for Christie and stuff like that. So there's there's money there to spend. It's how soon we can get these players out the door. I need to get it's how soon we can get these players out the door and get the money in for the new manager. Um, I just hope it's these players have maybe pre-agreed with clubs like Edward and that and we get the money right away and then we can start planning ahead for the new manager because, as you said, it's 12, 13 weeks to the qualifiers and we're always slow at the trap. So I would like to see a manager come in, get the players in, in place, early in the transfer window, get them settled and get starting for next season because as you say it's the most important season because we get straight into the Champions League you can't make any mistakes next season 100% mate it's it's a massive season I know this season was big about 10 in a row but when it comes to financial wise next season is a biggie because I think, I think Andy Walker has been banned for Celtic Park and iBooks because he mentioned about their financial states because he's, as much as Andy Walker might be Sometimes his opinions might be rotten to some fans. I don't know what he says. I've no read an article. I don't know what he says. I'm just going by what I've seen. But he's probably said the truth. We all know that they've come out and said you sell players. So whatever they've been a hundred million, haven't they? And is it like so then again and they've won one trophy. So so I I, I don't want I know we don't want to talk about ages, but how can you say they've been a success of one one trophy and as you say they've spent that? They've still eighty million pounds and whatever they've lost. So I agree with what Andy Walker's saying, but when it comes to us, Jerry, um, what I want to talk about is obviously, I think Robert's about to touch on it as well, but I'll get your opinion on it first. Um, McGregor, people are saying about him being captain, and I, I, I did say the other night before the game, the Saturday night podcast, for me, he's not the guy to be the captain. He's no good the. He might be a very good technical player. Maybe if I said how he comes in next season, he might play as a further forward, and he might get back to the way he was Rogers. That's if he stays, if it doesn't really go to pastors you. But for me, we need, as Robert says, I totally agree with Robert, we've got to sign a new captain because I don't think we've got one there. People on Twitter and that are maybe saying, Julian, Julian's too soft for me. I do think he's maybe our best defender, but I think sometimes he's too soft. And if you're too soft, players won't really react to you. Um, I do think the big man's a good big player. I do hate the big man. But I think sometimes he's maybe got to give somebody that big, big, because he is six, 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 five. He's a big lump. Um, I think he's got to do a bit more. But I think for me, Jerry, 
we've got to buy a captain. And I don't know where you buy a captain these days because very seldom can you just buy a captain and bring him into a club. It's very hard to get a knack of these players like we had with Scott Brown. Here, 14 years, and he's been captain, I think, for maybe nine or ten years, I think, in his, his tenure, roughly doing about that. Uh-huh. So, um, but it's a opinion on McGregor being a captain for me, mate. It's a no go. I think he's maybe just best to have that pressure yeah. off him and just go with the flow. Well, see, if, if he was a captain and he'd done what he'd done yesterday, you'd be seeing yourself the club, the club captains just get yourself fucking sent off. All right, we said the first one was a bit, but he's dived in, he's got the kind of option, right? Obviously, the, the rule changed, blah, 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 but you're saying to yourself, he's a guy you've got to, he's a guy that who everybody looks up to, club captain, he's supposed to set an example. And I agree with you, I don't think he's got the, I don't think he's got the voice on him, I don't think he's, he's got the, the bottle to get a boot into the changing rooms and say, listen, you better get your finger out, you better this, that's what we need. That. Like, I'm not going, I'm not saying, an old school fucking hair, hair fucking hair dryer fucking treatment, all that shit. But somebody just to go in and put a bit, no, but not put fear into people, but just try and fucking listen. This is you guys, the fucking club you're playing for, blah blah blah. I don't think he's got that in him. You see, he is. He's technically, I think he was the first year or second, no, the first season under Rodgers. The stats in passing the ball was mm. fucking astronomically good. How good he was at passing the ball, how much he control games, and it, it was just, it was a good balance because we had uh, we had Scott Brown who was right foot, and Michael was left, so he was always. That's probably how him and me Forrest got on so well because it was always if you opened your feet, you were, your direction of the ball was always going to go wide, and it was always going to go the right hand side because he's left foot. Uh, maybe that's found with his. his He's for him this year because Forrest hasn't played. He's no got that out ball that he did have. No, that I must make excuses for him, but he's, he's no been he's been below par more than he's been pass marks for me. Obviously, the majority of the team have been mm-hmm. um, below par, but as I said earlier, these guys have been here and done it. You're looking at guys like Cal McGregor and Ayer to fucking get his going and the They've, they've no they've no go to they've no go to score. So I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't see him be Celtic captain. Obviously he's gonna be the up there with first second third choice of being captain because he, what he's done for the club, he's been there for so many years and has got a lot of success, but he needs a needs a voice for me, he needs a bit more about him than, than just being a good football player. because obviously as well this season, like he says a lot of the team haven't performed very well. Um, but McGregor's been a massive shadow um, himself. Again, as it doesn't matter where he's playing in the park, but no matter where you're playing in the park, you've still got to be having that ability. Um, and for me, as Robert Touchstone, when we're talking on the phone, he's for me, he's been very poor this season. I don't think he's had the criticism that he deserves, Robert. And I think we've got a lot to speak about how He's got to be demanded made after fans instead of getting Orcus McGregor, as Jerry says, he's been undone it. He's got to be criticised a bit more than he's maybe been. The full team needs to criticise, Ryan. That's, that's how the new manager come in and see and go, by the way, 
that's no you, that's no you, that's no you. I know he's a bit on that, whether he's what to say or where he don't. We don't know. We don't know who's what to say who wants to go. That's the, the problem or not. Obviously, Neil Winning spoke about it um, after the Denon Farrows game. And quite frankly, I didn't get rid of every player that didn't want to be after that game. I know you can't get rid of them all. But if that's the case, that they didn't want to be there, it's affecting other players in the team. And it's happened throughout the season. Because if players only want to be there and only trying to play, then they're making an to the other players that maybe are trying to play. And that's probably part of the problem, that we've got a split dressing them. Well, I think that's what um, the boy Harper said, wasn't it? Um, that there's, a, there's cliques in the dressing room. and Cameron uh, Harper. At a club at Celtic, I, I think we, we under Rodgers, they, they were all very pally. I think they all got on, obviously. I know COVID might have stopped all of that. You can't go for coffees and drinks and whatever else, but you've still got to have a team spirit, especially going into this season, Jerry. We all know what it means. And obviously there's a lack of that in the team because it's shown on the park. Aye. As I said, I'm not going to make excuses for these guys because it's, it's no big enough, but the travelling in games, different buses, you get changed in fucking hospitality fucking suites, you're not in a dressing room, you're, you say, you're, you're not getting your, just for toxic every Wednesday, it's a wee group day, you go and do something more together and tie in together, obviously COVID stopped that, but you can definitely see, even with, with goal celebrations and all, something as simple as that. It's just, as you said yesterday, we scored. It's like, oh, great. There's nobody, no other city to get the ball back or whatever. Or, uh, there's just, there's no togetherness. There's no team there. There's just so, so far off it. It's unbelievable. It's it's hard. It's actually sometimes it's actually hard to believe that the, we went to there so far, so far down. It's, it's, sometimes you actually go to pinch yourself and say, "Am I actually really fucking watching this year?" I mean, it's like obviously because we've been used to our fucking barrel of success, right? It's fucking hurting even me now that we've fucking we've written out such a whimper mm-hmm. the way we have fucking that season there. I mean, and obviously here. We're talking about captains. Um, obviously, Robert Scott Brown, um, he's leaving. I know he didn't have the best of game yesterday, but some of the outcry for Rangers fans about him saying he's, he's this and that, he's leaving because of this, Morelos, you've done him, this and that. Lying up, right now. Again? Is it back now? Straighten up there, mate, I can hear you. Um, no, obviously, Scott Brown. I can hear you. Saying, um, that... People were obviously talking about him, saying he was this and that. He's shite, he's this, and Morelos had done this to him and this and that. We spoke about how many trophies he's won. Right, split up. Obviously, we spoke him and Done it again, I don't fucking believe it. Split up, mate. Um, obviously, with Scott Brown. Um, Scott Brown's obviously, no matter trophies he's won. Um, he's won so many trophies and people were giving him a bit of backlash um, and it's uncalled for in my opinion because the guy's done so much for Celtic um, 55 cats for Scotland he's won how many 22 trophies for Celtic um, everything else that comes with it 
as we said, Robert, in, in the Champions League, you had the most highest rate uh, pass marks for passing and obviously the, the group stage and people were getting on drip this season. I think it's a bit uncalled for for what he's done. Um, and obviously, other side of the city are saying he'd be shite. He's not been shite or Celtic. He's been very good. It's all right to swag a guy at the end of his career. You know what I mean? When he's been so dominant and probably been the guy that they've hated so long. So now it's, oh, we've got our best players now. He was playing against shite. He was doing this. He was doing that. He was playing against Davis and Ferguson and all that back then and winning play of the year. <laughs> He dominated games back then. He's just been dominant through it. That's not his fault. He's playing against guys like Andy Hardy and that. That's been to them for signing them or Joey Barton's. You know what I mean? That's that's no his fault. And he dominated in European games and that when you were getting good results in Europe and all that. So to say that now is a joke. It's just because they're trying to lap it up and mm-hmm. they're just trying their best to get every bit of criticism there. That's simply it. It's like, oh, he can't do it now. I, the guy's had injury problems. He's come to the end of his career. And Celtic have had a bad season. It's easy to criticise somebody when they had a bad season. Let's see how their players are next season. If Celtic go on a winning streak, we start questioning Davis and McGregor and saying, are they guys are past it now? At the end of the day, they've had a good season. Mm-hmm. It's the only good season they've had in the last 10 years. So let's not kid ourselves. You know what I mean? Obviously, Scott Brown, Jerry. Um, I've spoken quite a lot the last few weeks how good he's been, and um, he's a as a Celtic legend to some of the fans and an icon. And how maybe I, I think maybe in a few years we'll look back and realise how good he was and what he done for Celtic. Um, yeah. And I think when obviously I think fans like Rangers fans, as I say, Aberdeen, blah blah blah, perhaps they maybe give him a bit of jip for for what that guy's done at the highest level for so long. He can't really get a guy in the jet because he's been a brown servant and he's, he has been a good player for Celtic and I still believe he could have went at his peak elsewhere and he stayed. So I'm glad he stayed. And as Robert says, you can't criticise a guy now because he's come in his career. He is 35, nearly 36, whatever. So you can't really criticise a guy for what he's done. And this season, as Rob says, he's not the only one that's been poor. So if that's the case, you can say Chris has been poor blah, 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 because they've had one bad season. And as Robert says, they're jumping their bandwagon now because they've had one good season. It was like fucking, it was like the talisman, wasn't he, for the fucking, for the last five, six, seven, eight, eight year. Uh, and to me, every other team, every other team we played, I mean, domestically, you had maybe most of that team would want to kick him off the ball or wind him up, blah, blah, blah. So he's got all that to put in his game and all. Aye, all right, he's, he's had his moments, elbows and your, his, his dead cards and all that, but he's, he's screwed to that and he's actually been, he's actually matured into a, into a, into a, fucking, a, a great, great fucking player for this club. And the last podcast I, I done with yourselves, we were talking about how Aberdeen fans, until he actually plays, um, they don't realise how, how good a fucking coup they've got to getting this to getting Scott Brown into the club. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't realise how good a player he is, and he'll still, I, I, I probably go as far as he'll probably play a lot more than we think going up there, and he will do well. He will do well for them, but uh, 
in the last in the last fourteen years, yeah, he's been he's been a great a great servant for the club, definitely. It's very it's just frustrating for me as a Celtic fan, obviously yourself, when you see people further outside the city saying he's this and that, when you know he's no, and it's just as Robert says, it's just because he's not had a good season and obviously it's for likes and retweets and Twitter and just to look good and for me, I've, I will do a wee piece on him at the end of the season because I, I think he deserves it and I just feel from that he's not going to get the cheerio that he deserves because obviously the situation we're in, there's going to be fans, got, I know they're doing a wee, a wee thing for him um, but he's not going to get the accusation he deserves um, but obviously for next season, for me, when they get a new captain, I don't think we've got one there um, but I think in general we've a lot of for Chester um, I'm not saying the two games where damn scrubs came up but realistically they are but there's still two games we're going to win and hopefully take a tiny bit of momentum in the pre-season you don't want to go with two two mere whimpers two mm-hmm. mere defeats into the season or two draws or whatever um, but obviously guys Jerry Robert thanks and eight guys hopefully there's some positive news coming this week and the, the week's falling but um, again thanks a lot guys and hail hail Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. He can't deny the need to fly.